covering all your favorite parts of the 50-yard fight. This is the Inside the Walls podcast with Zach Heilman and Jim Bernier. Welcoming in fans of the 50-yard fight, this is the Inside the Walls podcast. Zach Heilman here riding solo today, but just for a short while. We tried to get an episode arranged to where we could get both the Darren Clark Jr. interview that I teased on social as well as having both me and Jim discuss the NAL schedule. That is not going to happen just due to the holiday season. So the idea is that him and I are going to join up for a show early next week. Instead of doing our bi-weekly schedule, we'll do a second episode shortly after this one that you're going to listen to that will discuss in full the NAL schedule, its variances, the, you know, the 14 to 12 game difference and the like. We'll dive deep into it and give our thoughts on it in full detail. But for now, I do bring you an interview that I did one-on-one with a player with a player that I did not realize had such a I would say lengthy career, one that has been very much colorful in the different leagues and places he has gone, and he's actually rejoining his team that he formerly played for just in the AFL. Uh, you'll be listening to receiver defensive back Darren Clark Jr. talk with me about his playing career, the upcoming season. Uh, we even discuss a bit on the impact right now that we've seen on decisions for college players that are going into historic black college universities to play, as you can see with Jackson State with Deion Sanders. So we really want to talk on those topics as he has played at HBCU school. And so you'll get to listen to that and much more. So sit back, relax, and enjoy. But remember, folks, if you're wanting to hear about the NAL schedule, that is coming up early this next week. Just stay put. We'll be active on social to let you guys know when that drops. But I guarantee you we will discuss it. Just couldn't fit in for today's show. And anyway, in other words, enjoy this one-on-one interview with me and Darren. It's a good one. You're going to love it. I guarantee it. Joining us today on the Inside the Walls podcast, I will be having special guest Darren Clark Jr., who is joining the Orlando Predators this year as a receiver DB hybrid in the Ironman setup. He has uh, had quite a resume in arena, but he has plenty of other stops along his career journey. Mm. And today we're also going to talk just about kind of his beginnings as well. Um, you know, he's, he comes from Stillman College, which is one of the uh, kind of sets of the historic black college universities in this country. And we'll talk about a few pieces on one of the biggest signings probably ever in that realm of football, too. So, Darren, welcome on in for, to the show, by the way. Uh, congrats on being signed to, back to the Predators as you <laughs> were with Thank Orlando at one point or another in your career back in 2011. So good to see you back, even if it's a different ownership group. <laughs> oh, yeah. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Yeah, no problem. So, so I actually want to dive into this. I could, I usually with every show I do like tell me the story, but here's the thing: your your story of resume is like is insanely long. Um, <laughs> I, I I I'm not saying I won't let you. I, I'm not gonna pick or touch on everything, but it is. Uh, there's a lot there <laughs> that yeah. I am very curious about. Um, let's let's just dive into your college career. I know uh, Stillman College is where you're at. Um, mm-hmm. And it's like I was mentioning the lead in. It's a historic. It's a HBCU school. Mm-hmm. Um, you yourself, I understand, have had a very prolific career at Stillman. And right now is kind of a unique time. I don't know if any if an HBCU has ever ever had this much coverage as they've had, especially thanks to the recent news coming out of Jackson State. Yeah, that's some great news. Like mm-hmm. coming out of HBCUs, you gotta understand the difference from D1 and D2 and D1 AA. And I went to Stillman College in Tuscaloosa, Alabama, where we played against Clark Atlanta, Tuskegee, Fort Valley, Mohouse, 
Benedict, Lane College, where I played against Jacoby Jones. And it's a great signing for Dion to sign Travis Hunter because he's the number one kid and he took from Florida State. So that's real, real big. And now you have other schools like Grambling. They making big moves. He got the kid from UCLA. And then you got Mississippi Valley. They got the number one JUCO quarterback. So it's really, really big for HBCUs right now. Yeah, well, and I think even, uh, I believe in Jackson State, they got a lineman from FSU as well that recently yeah. just moved over. So kind of a big time, a, sh a power shift, especially you're getting the best prospect in the country, at least according to many different websites <laughs> and uh, those scouting those scouting agencies. I mean, yeah. that's insane of a draw. I mean, it's not like HBCUs haven't had big talent. You know, before we even jumped on the show, you were mentioning like Doug Williams or like Walter Payton, who I have quite yeah. the... I, quite the affection for he's my favorite all-time chicago bears player jerry rice yeah shannon sharp absolutely you know, all the greats it's a lot of it's a long list of hall of famers like yes, all you gotta do is just look them up and you can just like oh hall of famer hbcu guys but <laughs> at the same time that's real real big for the future because travis hunter he gonna have a lot of kids doing what he's doing because they 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 shift the game to the NIL and things like that that we fought for when we was coming through the college days. Mm -hmm. But it's a great thing that they've been able to like go D1, AA, D2, D1, and just be college athletes and do what they love. Right. I, I, I want to ask you one part on this that's been kind of – it's been part of the conversation. I mean, there's – you see a lot of – I've seen a lot of people that have said that this is – this is ridiculous that he ever went out there. I mean, what do you have to say to people that think he shouldn't have left his power, his chance with a power five school, at least for Travis Hunter? Man, they got to let the kid live his life. Let him do what he wants to do. That's like, fair. They can't choose where he want to be in peace. Like he, he, he feel he'll be in peace when he go to Jackson state and just play the game. And for one, the best football player in the world, come to your house and talk to your parents, Deion Sanders. I don't think nobody say no, because Deion Sanders is the reason why I play football. He played for the Atlanta Falcons, and I'm from Vine City. It's a community right across the street from the Dome. But back then, it was the Georgia Dome, Nasty Mercedes-Benz. Him and Andre Rising, they came to my neighborhood because we were the Vine City Falcons. And when I first seen him play football and baseball at the same time, I always wanted to play sports because of Deion Sanders. If I had an opportunity to talk to Deion Sanders before I went to Stillman to pick Jackson State over Stem, I would win Jackson State because it's Deion Sanders. Mm -hmm. Any kid would have did it. You would have did it. <laughs> right. Hey, well, the draw alone of the man, I I can understand it, you know. I mean, the connect. The Not just him, though. It's, it's Eddie George. He got Tennessee State. Mm -hmm. It was a word in the air about Chad Ocho and Ed Regan, Fam Youth, things like that. That'd be real big. That would be. Yeah, I had yeah. heard about Ed Reed possibly being uh, looked as a candidate. I don't know how, I don't know if that's going to happen or not, but I mean that he has shown interest that he wants to be in the coaching realm. So that's kind of cool. Um, yeah. You know, I like, I do like seeing players get these coaching roles and kind of, you know, I mean, it's, it's, it's fun because they've lived it. You know, they know what the game's like, you know, it's, yeah. I think it helps. Dion had the best players. swag in football ever. <laughs> <laughs> best, you know, I, I think best personality in football ever for being ever. honest. Prime yes. time will live on forever as its own thing. <laughs> it'll, out, it'll outlive him. <laughs> yes, sir. Absolutely. And, and I, I, I think that's really cool. I, I like, like I said, the connection you have with that is just kind of, that's kind of special there. And I mean, yeah. 
you know, you're talking about opportunities. Like I know that people are, you know, saying it's like, well, what's up? He's not going to, what about the NFL? It's like, well, okay, here's the deal. I'm a guy. I like the alternative leagues or spring leagues. And there's a lot of opportunities coming out. Even yourself. It don't even be that though. It'd be like when you, it's your product that you put on the field because I went to Stearman College. Mm-hmm. I did my pro day with University of Alabama. So I was able to work out in front of all 32 teams. It's all about what you do on the field, how hungry you right. is. Like I said, I played against Jacoba Jones. You seen them two touchdowns he did in the Super Bowl. He's from mm-hmm. a D2 HBCU. Like everybody proud of things. Like all you got to do is just go out there and produce. Most of the kids that get drafted, like I say, third round, fourth round, they be more hungrier than the kids who get picked up second and first. They, they do good because they first round. First, I mean, second round products, but when like people like Tom Brady, like yeah. he was hungry, like he went to a big school though, but he still was like low in the draft. You feel That's what right. I'm saying? That's it right. don't matter until you put them pads on, you get in the NFL and show that you can play with them. It don't the matter. Mentality and drive that that plays a lot into it. Yes, exactly. Like Adam Thielen from the Vikings. Yeah, like he's not a one. big school kid. He he just went out there and showed that he's better than the product that they have. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Good story there, you know. I, I, I love I love hearing that stuff, and I I hope this does open some more doors, you know, and yes. a little more balance. I'm I'm a guy. I, I wasn't expecting to get this much into the college football scene with this, but hey, why not? Look, I'm, I'm a guy. You know, as much as the Power Five schools are enjoyable and they're the higher tier talent, usually, I want to see some of these other schools that you know they get these once in a lifetime classes and such. Get some representation, diversify it a little bit. Yeah. Know? Shouldn't be so top heavy, and I know it's different. But now with the money coming in with the NIL stuff, it's like maybe this has a chance to where you can balance it a little more. Yeah, know? but you know they had they they start paying the players for being on the video games, so that's mm-hmm. what we fought it for. But the NIL is a better move, bigger move. But they had to be smart at the same time. Yeah, that's they had true. to be smart. That's yeah. true. That's true. So yeah, you. I mean, you you obviously that's what you're fighting for, and we're talking opportunities. Mm-hmm. I mean. Well, let's talk about your opportunities, by the way. You know, so you, you've made, it seems like, I would say to me, based on your resume, you've made the most of your opportunities. Oh, um, yes. At least out of coming from Stillman College, you know, you did, you know, I'm basing this off the, what we've discussed. You had a mini camp with the Cleveland Browns. And that was fun. Yes, that was, uh, that, now let's, let's go through that first year, by the way. I, this is a lot of players I've talked to, you know, that, that big transition period of what's next comes, it's the right after college. You know, maybe you get that look at with the NFL teams and then the other leagues start coming into the fold. What was that like 09 kind of like, what was that <laughs> year for you? Because, I mean, you, you went from the NFL to the UFL, which I've never talked to a player that has been in the UFL before. So this is a first for me on any show. I'm going to tell you how that experience was. Okay. They called me and said, come work out for him. And I went to work out for him in Atlanta, Georgia. Pat Man Jones was out there. You know, he had just, Ooh. he was trying to get back in the NFL and things like that. So, I ended up getting signed after the workout in Atlanta. So I went to camp. So I seen Simeon Rice. I seen Taylor Bell, Michael Pittman, and people like that walking in the building. So I'm thinking they're going to be coaches. You feel me? Because they're older NFL guys. They're like, no, Simeon Rice playing. So I'm like, oh, man, Simeon Rice on my team? So I'm like, okay. So this is real. I'm going to go ahead and try this out. So it was an opportunity to play for the New York Sentinels. And they had a team in Orlando. They had a team in Vegas. They had a team in Sacramento, California. And that was a great opportunity to be able to play for Ted Cottrell, one of the greatest coaches that I, I love. He gave me an opportunity. 
Yeah, it was a great opportunity playing the UFL. Simeon Rice, he he shot me, he showed me a lot of ropes, like how to be a professional on and off the field. Great guy, NFL, Hall of Famer for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I also had a, a cool linebacker. He, his name was Sap. He played fullback for the Broncos. He went to Colorado State. He was a yeah. great guy on the team, too. Hmm. Not bad. I mean, the UFL, I, I, I'm just kind of asking, because, like, so this is Sentinels for the first year. I mean, what? Was it? Was it? Did you like the organ? Like the least league? Yeah. Oh yeah. It was going? love. It was. It man. It was amazing. Like it, it's better than the CFL. If if they still had that lead around, it's it's like oh, yeah. what the A the AAF trying to be like the the new leagues that they bring it back. It's just like that. Sure. We had a we we only had six games and we had a nice salary for six games. It's nothing like in. Fifty thousand dollars for six games coming straight out of college. That's a great opportunity. Yeah, well, yeah, and you get more. I mean, more tape and exposure. Although, I mean, I guess with the UFL, there the intent was at the beginning. I mean, you jumped in right at the beginning in '09. Yeah, its first year. So, like, the first year, it was expected to last. I mean, last the three seasons, surprisingly, but you know, yeah, it was at that point expected. Like, we're gonna have a longer tenure and all that. So. <laughs> You know, and even then, like the Sentinels, it's funny, like you were there in 09, they switched and moved over to Hartford, Connecticut in 2010. Oh, yeah, they did. <laughs> and then they had a team in Omaha. Yep. Yeah. The Nighthawks nice played, uh, played at that old baseball stadium, uh, I think Rosenblatt, was it? I'm trying to remember. but Oh, no, I, I don't remember the second year because I went to Canada. I had right. Well, I know that. I'm. <laughs> you bring them <laughs> up, I'm just like thinking instantly. I'm like, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. franchise this is just my yeah. brain coming up of course but i mean that, you're mentioning the i mean cfl you know I, I first i find that comment with better than the cfl interesting um with in terms of the ufl at least um secondly though you went you went pretty much straight into a championship scenario with a coach that i'm familiar with i mentioned the bears fan of myself i mean you you were on a mark tressman roster so <laughs> let's that was let's mark tressman guy Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was a great opportunity to go get coached by Mark Chesson. He threw the ball so much. <laughs> <laughs> well, that was a different time for him. I mean, he was still – I mean, at that point, he wasn't known as like uh, – I mean, he, he had had his experiences in the NFL, but yeah. he wasn't known as like an ex-head coach or anything. You know, but even to... the Belichick of the CFL, yeah. <laughs> they, won like, they won like two or three before I got there. And, right, they and then he came back later and won another one with Toronto. <laughs> yeah, they had Anthony. The quarterback, he was like forty-one, like he was a Tom Brady up there. Like he's he's a great quarterback, great coaches. Like I learned a lot. That's when I got to arena, I knew the motion so good because you know in Canada there's so many motions. Oh yeah. So when I came to arena, it was already like um, taking cake from my baby, getting the waggle down. Yeah. What <laughs> <laughs> they call that? They actually call that in the IFL too. Funny enough, they got I, I remember different calls for the motions. Hmm. Yeah, different calls. That's fair. That's fair. Yeah. But I could see how that connects really well. And I've had someone else mention that to me, too. And I've had a conversation with someone that is a CFL fan or two. And I'm like, you know, indoor game, at least, uh, or arena, it probably isn't too hard to pick up if you like the waggle. So, And the pass-heavy nature of it. It's just shorter field, of course. Right. Shorter field, outside receiver can move side to side. Yep. <laughs> it's a lot of stuff that go on on the field. You got to be ready. You got to be mm-hmm. fast because it feels so big. You got to be in shape. Yeah. <laughs> I have heard that too, yeah. though. Uh, I've had uh, when uh, Antoine Grant I've had on a different 
show before, and that's a similar thing. You know, the conditioning is a lot more. You have to be a lot better in shape for how wide the fields are, much more yardage covered and all that. Hey, that's a good thing about Ironman football because when I went to counter, when we went to camp, we had to play cornerback and receiver to make the roster. Right. You right. feel me? Because it's like only 16 Americans on the roster. So that, you have that, to Yeah, at that play. point, it's an even thinner pool you got to go Yeah. With. So you got you to gotta play, play football. You got to show you're an athlete out there in Canada mm-hmm. with a bigger field. Got to fit the ratio. You know? Yeah. <laughs> I get so many of them there. Man, that's a conversation mm-hmm. going on itself in that community. But, I mean, I mean that that's a good point, though. Like, you got to be in shape for not just that, but, like, Iron Man at least. And, you know, you were – you were in your first stint in arena was when Iron Man still was it was kind of tailing off because it, its last season was in 2013 in the AFL but it was still you joined the Predators in 2011 as they yeah. were still doing Iron Man. Oh yeah, um, I was playing with TT Tolliver. I was playing with Bobby Scipio, Robert Kuroga, uh, Josh Bush. My quarterback was Nick Hill. Um, I played with Maye Moore, James Lynch, the big fullback. And Kenny McIntyre, who owned the team last year, he was that was his last year. Yeah. So and um and yeah, I learned a lot from them guys. Them guys showed me how to run angles, like how to get open in an arena game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then they still were catching it off the net at that time. Oh my gosh, I, I wish I I am very much a proponent for nets, of course. <laughs> I hope that someday they can make a comeback. I get the stipulations for it, but oh, that's the um, fun part of it. Yeah. That was, that, I mean, the chaotic part, but the fun chaotic part is how yeah. I always label it. <laughs> <laughs> That's a fun part. I love the net. Like, but you, it's tricky now. The ball can hit any kind of way off the net. You just got to be a playmaker. So, you know, you, okay, I'm curious because you brought this up. What is the keys for you to making a prop, to getting open easier, at least in arena? I know it's shorter field, I, I imagine, you know, you are a little more constrained. There's not as wide, a, mm-hmm. not as a wide field, not as much to cover. But, you know, what what, a, what kind of cuts or uh, at least tricks do you have up your sleeve? Oh, it's my speed. That's, that's right. the nice well, speed. If if I get on your toes, it's over. <laughs> it's over. I understand. Film the eye in the sky don't lie. I'm telling you, it's it's the speed. It's how I run my routes. I'm tricky. I know how to run full speed and stop on a dime and. I know how to play with my speed while I'm running. And sometimes I be striving and I really don't be running full speed because it's in an indoor. And I be 50 yards before you know it. Like, so it's <laughs> it's fun. It's fun. Cornerbacks, you have a long day trying to check me in the middle all the time. Well, I'm in high motion, especially when I'm in high motion. It's 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 gonna be a long night. Oh yeah. Yeah, I mean you're <laughs> you're coming into my into my conversation tagging yourself uh Darren Speedy Clark on oh yeah on our recording so I'm assuming that's already what's yeah. playing into oh yes oh yeah that's what's playing into it so okay I I could see I mean I could get that you know <laughs> I mean and plus like I said it's that's what the beauty of that like having that in the indoor of the CFL you know I'm for receiver you're probably feeling great having the being the motion guy because you get to instantly have that advantage of not having to get the best start off the ball. <laughs> Oh, I could play with that motion, do all kinds of things with that motion. Like in different leagues, the motion is different. Like in the IFL, two people in motion. So you really have to right. time it off the with, with each other because it's true running back in the backfield. But in the arena, it's only me in motion. Mm-hmm. 
Right. Yeah. Well, the, <laughs> yeah. And same with the uh, NAL too. So didn't think about that. I mean, hey, I'm thinking the CFL. I've seen the, the NAL is the AFL rules to me. Really, it's all the same for real. Okay. So, so that's how I, I guess to, to get into that. So that's how you with the NAL. I mean, Iron Man, you're basically adding on another old AFL principle. So yes, just without the just without the nets. That's the only the thing they're missing. Just without the nets, though. <laughs> That's <Yeah>. the thing. <laughs> I, curious for yourself. You've been up. other other places. You've been. I mean, you you had a you've been in places. You've been from say Orlando, Spokane, you know, Montreal. You know, yeah. in terms of your career, Richmond. You know, we're talking Iowa, the Quad Cities area. You know, high yeah. North Carolina for high country when, back in 2017. Even Me- Mexico City. Am I reading that right? Out of this, yes, sir. How do you deal with all the travel? In your man, it's fun, man. I'm I'm like the kid that my mom had that like to see the world. Like I'm gonna step out and go see the world. And football saved my life. I've been playing football since I was six, mm-hmm. and it's it's a great opportunity. Like go see other cities, step outside Atlanta, and go play football. Carry my family name on my back. It's fun. Football is fun. Like yeah, to go to Canada and play a championship game that is big. To go to Mexico and win a championship that is big. And then you know Mexico City. At that time, it was like 25 million people in that one city. So that means everything they were putting up on Facebook, 75,000 views, just because we win the championship and that's their first year having an arena team. That was fun. Like, that was that was a great opportunity to go to Veracruz Cruz and Puebla and all that stuff on my own, just having fun. Like, a lot of people don't do that. You can, I mean, a lot of people don't get an opportunity to do that. And I had me, it was, you know, London Crawford. He played for Jacksonville Shark. He also played down there with me in Mexico City. Mm-hmm. We had fun down there. I've heard it's a good place. <laughs> it's, oh, it's yeah. It was my, a great, it's a it's great on my place. list. It's on my list of spots. You should go as soon as possible. <laughs> I guarantee you. I will. <laughs> I'll find a way down there. I'll let you know. <laughs> I will gladly let you know when I get to Mexico City. I've, uh, I've, I've, I've seen enough either in documentary I, specials or such where I'm like, I got to be there. <laughs> I know a great place you can stay. Just let me know. Ooh, okay. All right. We'll talk. We'll talk off air. <laughs> you, keep me posted on that. Look, look, I, you, you talk world travels. I where are my manners on even asking this because of the fact that, uh, Doy, you were on a great cup winning roster. Um, as a player, describe a, describe a great cup week or just like the great cup in general. I mean, I know a lot of people in the U S call it, you know, they defaulted to the Super Bowl of Canada, which I mean, yeah, it is. But yeah, you know, it's it's. A, I mean, this is my first year following the league, and it's all right. And I love watching the festivities from home. I mean, it's a pretty spectacular affair. Where, correct me, where was uh, where was that one that one located at for location? I missed that leading into the show. We was in Toronto, okay. and the crazy part about it, I remember like the guy they had got a penalty. Jumped up, too many men on the field. They hit the field goal. I mean, we we, we got I mean got another got a second chance to do the kick the field goal mm-hmm. and hit the field goal. Like what the world? <laughs> oh my god! Dang. Not, not, I mean, I, I said Toronto, but um, Saskatchewan. I'm playing in Saskatchewan. Uh yeah, but you were facing Toronto. Yeah, yeah, that's right. That's so right. I'm like, oh my god. The dude just hit the um, the dude just hit the field goal. I mean, jump, they had too many people on the field. The penalty. How how we do that? <laughs> like that's crazy. Oh, that was wow. a fun time though. 
I mean, it's good times. And you're talking about places I've heard are great times to play. Is that out there where it's? Yeah. To me, it seems like the game's even bigger than it is in like the coasts of the of the country. I mean, that's a that's an ideal spot to get. Man, it's <laughs> cold. Exposed. It's so cold. Oh well. <laughs> I, I mean, it's a great I, time. Never been to Canada, but I can probably <laughs> bet you're right. <laughs> it's very cold. I bet you're right. <laughs> You gotta be right. warm. I went up there June first, had on shorts, and it was snowing. I was like, "Oh my god, what? This is a different world." Really? <laughs> <laughs> like I was in a different world, and I was just next to New York. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's so true. That's so true. Although it's funny, you didn't. At least for that one, it wasn't too much of a move because I mean, Montreal's kind of close to New York, so. Oh yeah, right on the bridge. Yeah, so that kind of helps. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Not too bad compared to the other places you're moving around. So I mean, I get that. Yeah. Um, so but actually, let me let's talk about the other brands of indoor that you hinted at earlier. So I mean, I'm counting. You've been to four different arena leagues at this, or indoor leagues, depending on how you want to name it. Some fans they don't, you know. Some, yeah. If it depends on the nets, it's not there. It's not arena. So that's how they some put it. But you've been to at least <laughs> four different leagues of some brand of the 50 yard game. I mean. What sticks out, say, NAL IFL, at least to start out, you know, it's it's definitely a different game than some people want to mesh them together in. I'm a football player. It feels the same to me. <laughs> okay, well, it's fair. That's it'd be fair. like the same, it'd be like the same environment. Like mm-hmm. arena football is arena football, no matter where you play to me. Like indoor, they have different rules. You got two men in motion in the IFL, you have one man in motion and right. in, in the um NAL, and you got two men in motion in the CIF. But in the CIF, you could let a tight end out like the NAL rules. So they kind of like have some of the NAL rules with the IFL rules. You get what I'm saying? Uh, But I see. I just feel you have to stop me. Like, I don't care what lead it is. I have fun and all of them. The people be, they be loving every city. Like, it be the same environment. But Orlando is like, my top two places I've ever played at in arena football. I love the atmosphere in Orlando. They're one of the greatest places I played at. Well, the, Down in that jungle. I yeah. love it. Well, the 2011 yeah. jungle. I mean, credit, it's still that, building. That jungle and... was the jungle. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was the jungle in 2011. Show. I, I, I've had some people comment about me, me, me talking about Orlando now. And they're like, oh, you haven't really seen Orlando. I'm like, okay, I get it. But, like, I also – we finna make it back to the jungle though. We finna we finna bring the championship to Orlando. Ooh, I, we I, have to. You guys are building a good roster out there. Or at yes, least the, the predators are that I've taught that I've seen, you know, between between GM you know, GM of course out there Casey Taught. Now you got Coach Higgins, you know, leading instead of Bennett. So Yeah. Good. It's looking good. A lot of good yeah, you have a lot of competition in the league. It's 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 competition all over the world. Everybody go to lead the league. Like it'd be the players coming from this league to that league, you know. Yeah. But we got a special signing that they're gonna post real, real big. Came from the IFL and they're gonna be real big. And they're gonna be what I'm it, it, you're gonna be more understanding what I'm saying about it. Don't matter the atmosphere, <laughs> the love, or the people. We're just gonna have fun. We're gonna bring the championship to Orlando. I'm saying mm-hmm. it right now. I, I hope you do. I've, I've the only mind frame. I, I, I think you guys have a good solid base built right now. Uh, I've yeah. been impressed with some of the talent. You know, yeah, there were some that, 
you know, I know like DJ Myers isn't re-signed. He's in Carolina, and that's they've gotten their own. But I mean, like Lonnie Outlaw coming here, that's a pretty big one. Yeah. You're Lining side by side with their big target. Man, we have some nice, we have some nice veterans. We got my boy yes. um, T. Lou. We got mm-hmm. Larry Beavers. Some AFL like we got some AFL superstars like who played back then. Like they was some dogs like with Cleveland and New Orleans. Like we have a nice receiver core coming. I love Brandon Forte. Like he was a rookie when I played in high country. Like every time that kid touched the ball, it was going to the house at DB. He mm-hmm. catching ball, take it to the house every time. I like playing with that kid, and this and this a great opportunity to play back with him again. You you looking forward to uh, playing playing both playing both ways? You know, because you're listed as a receiver DB. So, oh yeah, know, look at my film to... from high country. I, yeah, <laughs> I my film from high country. Right. I played DB. <laughs> yeah, I got me an interception against Jacksonville. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I mean you're gonna be. I mean at least what's kind of cool with that, and I know that's this is one thing they've hyped up is like. You know, those uh, getting to relate to players a bit more, but also you're going to be the rivalries a little bit can build up because, I mean, you, you beat someone on one side, now you got to prove that you can keep back over st- kept down. You yeah. know? I don't think everybody can do it, though. Hmm. Yeah. But it's going to be fun. I'm, I'm playing both sides. I, I want to be in the middle. I want the back side. It don't matter where I play, but I'm going to play some football. <laughs> <laughs> For sure, it's fun playing defense. I like to tackle too. Like I never just play receiver. Like I played running back in high school. I played quarterback from little league all the way up to high school. Like I just played every position. Football just, <laughs> just had fun with it. Just be an athlete. Just you know? be an athlete. Yeah, yeah. play basketball, track, baseball, everything. Mm-hmm. Just be an athlete. Well, it's funny. Before I mean Ironman back in the day, it was looked at with when arena football was brought up as it's like its own you know, talent that you're looking for, you know, different evaluations. Yeah. So like, I think it's, that's what I'm fascinated to see with this is that, you know, I, I, I got into this sport post Ironman. So like, this is the first, this will be the first year where I'm like, let's see how this works out. You know, how, yeah. you know, the talent levels are and everything like that. And just like, uh, you know, you're getting a different brand athlete, I think for people that are dedicating to both sides, you know? Yeah. For sure. But it, yeah, it's gonna put in. We're gonna put in a lot of work. You gotta be in shape. You gotta. Yeah. You gotta. You gotta really focus. You gotta really play football. Mm-hmm. Like you know how you have a playbook on offense. You had to study both sides. Now you gotta really just focus on football. That's right. You have to mentally. <laughs> you gotta have a better capacity for putting stuff together. If you're playing mentally, you gotta be ready for all phases. Like mm-hmm. playing it. Like not just be ready for all phases of winning by all phases. You gotta be ready to. Contribute in all phases. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <For> sure. <laughs> <laughs> well, Darren, hey, thanks for to, for joining the show, man. Uh, yeah. Honestly, it's been a it's been a trip. I I've enjoyed this conversation a ton. <laughs> and dude, I mean, I I I know you. I think you hinted at the beginning here that this might be your. Is this your last year? Or are you just hinting at that? Um. No. Nah, I. Until one of my teammates beat me in racing. Oh, uh, you okay. feel me? <laughs> I feel it. you got it. You that's the test. All right, all right. Just, just clarifying. Just clarifying. I just play. I, I, I still can move though. Like last year, on my teams, one of my team, I ain't gonna call out no name. He tried <laughs> me, and I had to beat him by almost twenty yards and start running backwards on him and team. So at thirty six, 
and I'm still moving like this. I'm gonna have fun with it. Tom Brady, one of my best, my favorite players ever, too. So <laughs> he motivated me. I eat good, so I think I could do it. I see the Aegis Wonder. So the Tom Brady of Arena Football in terms of right. pr- body preservation. I really want to start coaching though. When I stop though, I still want to be a part of football. Mm-hmm. I want to coach for sure. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Hey, hey, you still got thirty six. You still have a whole life ahead of you. Oh yeah. Why not? You know, I mean, you've been everywhere. So like, you got, you got, you. I would say you've retained enough. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a student of the game. I love it. There you go. I like that. I like that. I like that a lot. Yeah. That's, real, that's a good way of putting it, you know. Learn the game as you go, too. Take what you can. Get the pieces from all that. That's <laughs> awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. Well, Darren, yeah. I, I wish you the best this year. I, I definitely think that the, appreciate it, appreciate this, it. this version of the Predators, I think, you know, it's going to be a competitive year in the NAL, I think, no matter what. But, like, there's you guys are going to be putting a run for your money with some of the guys, with some of the teams out there this year. So, For sure. We're coming out there working hard. We come out there work hard every day in camp, you know, build a brotherhood, build a, a real culture down there. And just, you know, it's nice man. Do it for the jungle. Do what we gotta do for Orlando, man. Have fun, win some games, and just just bring the championship to Orlando. They're gonna be a proud city. <laughs> oh I yeah. Promise. <laughs> April April twenty third when that first game comes around. Yes. Be a- first game in San Antonio. Yeah. Yes, sir. So you'll get to we'll get to watch it, but still, still. <laughs> <laughs> have, have a good one, Darren. Thank you for joining the show, man. Thank you.